Previously on the One Way Home with Tim O. With me today we have Jen Young. He is the number one Bobby aficionado. I wouldn't just say on the island, but maybe in the entire region. Twelve thousand Bobby dolls you have. You started picking them up since you were a preschooler. Is that correct? That is right. 1985. Whoa. I have to ask you, how you got space in your house for 12,000 anything? <laughs> okay, now, now, I mean, since since all of this has happened, right, I think I've got one storage unit and four bedrooms in my parents' house that are full of toys as well. That's yeah. crazy. And actually, my boys' toys live in the office. By boys' toys, you mean? G.I. Joe, Transformers, and actually my little pony but my little pony to me is boys toys <laughs> well you know what with the with the whole movie coming out right I'm not even going to ask you if you have seen it I want to ask you Jen how many times have you seen the new Barbie film <laughs> okay you know what I've only watched it once but I've got plans to watch it two more times with two different people Okay. What did you think of the film? Because, I mean, without giving spoilers, I have not seen it yet. Look, the film was a very interesting take on what you would have expected. Hmm. Because it's very clear that Barbie's a toy property. So if you think about what a movie about a toy would be, Hmm. it would be Toy Story lah. Yeah. It would be toys coming to life and going on little adventures that mean absolutely nothing and then like that. But actually, there were many, many sub-themes. So, mm. I mean, the good parts is is the fact that there's enough to keep all different audiences engaged. Right. So there's, uh, you know, messages of female empowerment, there's messages mm. of diversity. But is it very intense and very serious? Like, if I bring my five-year-old there, right, uh-huh. is it going to be too complex, too deep for him to just have a good time? Also, the other aspect of it is the fact that it's just so bubblegum. It's just so pink and pretty Mm. and amazing. So if you're not listening to the themes, you know that it's just this wonderfully fun movie to watch. All right. So obviously when it comes to Barbie, clearly you just haven't been collecting the dolls. You have been a fan of the legacy, the story as well. You've probably seen all the cartoons. You know, you have an impression of how Mattel over the years has always built, you know, her personality, Mm. her character. Does this all stay true to the Barbie that you grew up with that you had come to expect? No, it didn't. It didn't because they made a very conscious play to make her into something that you didn't expect. The funny thing is that Margot Robbie was actually called Stereotypical Barbie. Like in the movie, she's called Stereotypical Barbie. Right. Yeah, so so they, they changed the narrative a little bit. So it's not a spoiler because a lot of people are talking about this, but the fact that they reference cellulite. Because for the longest time, Barbie has always been associated with flawlessness, right? Exactly. Yeah. Perfect complexion, super proportions. And now here's a Barbie that accepts cellulite. Everyone's like, yay, finally. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the movie, okay? Today, the reason why I wanted to talk to you, um, mainly because you have a lot of Barbie dolls, all right? You are, you've been collecting them over the years. And I suppose now with the whole Barbie movie, Barbie Fever, you know, the brand, Barbie has gone through a little bit of a resurgence, all right? Now, I suspect there are going to be parents uh, with kids, right, just clamoring for Barbie dolls, wanting to pick up their first Barbie doll. And, you know, Uncle Jen, Uncle Jen's got 12,000, so he knows a few things about Barbie dolls, right? Over the years, right, what kind of changes have you seen to the physical dolls themselves? 
there was a very conscious effort by Mattel to create this thing called Project Dawn in 2016, if I'm, if I'm not wrong. And what they did was that they introduced three new body types to the original Barbie. So they did a curvy, a petite, and a tall body type. Okay. So there's three new body types. And then like a year later, they introduced the fourth one, which doesn't have a name, but it's a flat chest, wide hip Barbie body. And each of these particular body types, right? Do they have, say, the same model or character just in three different body types? No. So what they do is they create diversity faces uh, oh. and hair textures and skin colors, and they mix them all up. So okay. I, I know, I know you don't play with Barbie, but. No, no, no. Back in the 80s, and this will surprise you, okay? Mm. My sister, you know, she was into into Barbies, right? And and I always remember there was one in particular that always stands out to me, and it was called Twirly Curl Barbie, all right? right? It was the one with the hair, and it came with these twirlers, and you were, you know, able to use the twirlers and kind of curl the hair and stuff like yes. that. And the reason I remember that so well is because I, I went at it, right, and... The twirly curl Barbie's hair all got knotted up. I don't know what happened. Got stuck. Had to cut. Oh! She ended up with a... Uh, Botak Barbie. Exactly. She was Botak Barbie by the end of it. So these were how they had different types of Barbies, right? They Each mm-hmm. one had its own gimmick. So I'm just wondering now with the different body types, would you see a twirly curl Barbie, but twirly curl Barbie comes in like petite, curvy and thin and maybe the big hips and flat chest? <laughs> uh, sorry, there's no straightforward answer to that because the, the, the point I was going to make, right, was the fact that the, the black girl in the 80s was called Christy, the Hispanic girl was Teresa, the Asian girl was Miko, mm. uh, and then the blonde, blue-eyed girl was Barbie. Right. Now, yeah. with the new diversity play, with the new body types, with the new hair texture, skin textures, skin colors, uh, they are all called Barbie. There oh. are no more names anymore. Right. So, so the Asian girl is called Barbie. The black girl is called Barbie, which is why when you watch the trailer, oh. hi Barbie, hi Barbie, hi Barbie, hi Ken, hi Ken, hi. That is a bit confusing, isn't it? That's the wonderful thing about this from a marketing angle, mm. because when each of us picked up this American icon, Barbie is an American icon, and in your mind, she would sound like a, a an LA Malibu kind of girl. Yes. But if a little girl picked it up and doesn't know it's an American icon, Barbie would sound like her aunt. It's like saying auntie. Ah. Ah, generic name. Yeah. So I think that the doll, right, has always been this blank canvas that Mm. a girl or a child could put their imagination on. Okay. But then in terms of sales, maybe this girl wants, you know, the black Barbie or the Asian Barbie. And if you just tell your mom, I want Barbie, your mom's not going to know which one to get when they go to Toys R Us. Isn't that a great sales tactic? Because she'll buy the wrong one. And, and then, then when have you to go back and buy again. Exactly. You bring it home and go, oh, say, I want the brown hair. I want the red hair. Wow. But in terms of, say, quality, like, people laugh about it like, yo, last time toys were built to last. Like. Now uh, the plastic that they use is like, it'll last you one week and then this way it forces you to go and buy a new one when it spoils. Confirm. It, the quality has dropped like crazy to the point that right now a lot of the dresses are one big t-shirt and they print a pattern on it. Okay. Parents, they want to buy their kids their first Barbie doll. Where to start? What to look out for? Um, I think that versatility is the main thing because a lot of us in our childhood had a lot of Barbies that look the same. After a while, right, you realise, okay, you know what? I've got like eight blondes and then like 20 dresses and you mix and match and somehow they always look the same. But now you cannot because the Barbies come in different body types. Yeah, exactly. Fun also, right? <laughs> so uh, I think that what you need to do to teach a child a narrative is have at least one of each body type. Mm. So the regular petite, curvy and, and 
tall, just so that you can teach the child that people will grow up differently. That's one. The other is the skin tones. If you teach a child from a young age that all colors are beautiful, then I think that's a good lesson to have. Mm. And fun fact, there's dolls right now with albinism, the albino dolls. Yeah, They've got a uh, vitiligo doll, the skin disease, the Winnie right. Harlow's skin okay. disease, the yeah. white and the brown. Mm. Uh, they've got a doll with no hair, so she's like recovering from cancer. Either that or she's the doll that Tim played with last time. La. Ah, yeah lah, Bota Barbie. Bota Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like they've got wheelchair dolls, they've got prosthetic leg dolls. So... I think it's a very nice conversation to have. The one that's not available in Singapore yet, and I will be down at Toys R Us once it is, Down Syndrome Barbie. They've just announced it. It's an, it's available pretty much everywhere in the world, but in Singapore, we just haven't got it yet. How much is the average price of a Barbie doll, by the way? $24.90. $24.90, okay. All right. Now, this is uh, probably a very morbid way to end the interview, okay? But um, one day, when you mm. are no longer around, what do you see... Uh, happening to these thousands of dolls that you have collected over your lifetime? It's a great way to end the interview. Uh, <laughs> In case somebody wants to go and like, you know, murder, death, kill you right now and yeah, swipe yeah. your entire collection. <laughs> the simple answer is I don't care. I believe in enjoying your collection every day. So I, I play with my toys. I actively bring my toys out. I change their hairstyles. I change their clothes. Mm. So I believe that if you enjoy your hobby every day, by the time you die, it actually doesn't matter because you've maximized what you collected for. But for me, it's done. I'm dead. Well, hopefully not for a long, long time to go. You have more dolls to purchase. Because we're the same age, la, so I think <laughs> both of us better go. <laughs> all right, Jen, thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. All the best in accumulating another 12,000 Barbie dolls. And uh, yeah, maybe by the end of the month, If I still haven't seen Barbie yet, you and I should go out and and catch it together. All right, man. Let's go. The One Way Home with Tim O. Weekdays, 4 to 8 p.m. on 1FM 91.3.